it's one of the few occasions that Glee gave me something I didn't anticipate and it was a good thing. You're listening to Glee on the Rocks. Hello, welcome to Glee on the Rocks. I am Emily. I'm Mandy. And today we have with us a very special guest. We have Star from uh, Instagram, I guess, Bookstagram, and we will let her introduce herself. Yeah, Bookstagram. Um, I'm Little Miss Star 55 over on Bookstagram, but I originated on Tumblr. Actually, I originated earlier than that, but we'll go with Tumblr. Yes, yes. Good old Tumblr where I think we all um, originated from. (laughs) Yeah, that's definitely where I met both of you. Yes, yes. Um, We came forth from Tumblr, has birthed us all, I think. We escaped. Well, I don't know that we escaped from Tumblr, but we... I didn't escape. (laughs) Does anybody ever really escape? No. We became refugees from the Glee fandom, but Tumblr overall still has me hard. Yes. Yeah. I, yes, we, <laughs> Tumblr, ref, or Glee refugees, but Tumblr um, forevers, mm-hmm. I think is fair. And now Twitter people are like, oh, I'm going to go to Tumblr. Like, the hell you are. <laughs> They're going to get roasted. They're going to get completely roasted and they deserve it. Someone I follow on, um, Twitter, who is a cis straight man in his 40s, just <laughs> followed my Tumblr. Oh, boy. Like, it's on me for having the screen, same screen name everywhere. But like, sir, <laughs> you get what you get and you better not complain about it. Yeah. <laughs> because you my Tumblr not for you. No, you need to put a timer on that to see when he unfollows yeah. you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Before sending you a cease and desist letter. Um, Yes. Well, welcome, Star. We were very excited. Um, And you selected this episode as the one that you wanted to do. I I wonder why. (laughs) It's for the song at the end. It's my favorite. Uh, Yeah. Well, I mean, I figured, yeah. It's all all the good uh, shoe content. (laughs) Oh, honestly. Like, I took five pages of notes during this episode. I watched it three times to make sure that I was, you know, precise because um, mm-hmm. I'm not being, if not anal, about things. And I, yeah, anything that involves Will Schuster getting left at the altar is just amazing to me. It's heartwarming. It is. It's a feel-good episode. Blanket. This is, I think, a feel-good episode for a lot of people. Yes. It's anti-Will Schuster. Yeah. It's pro-Clain. Yeah. And it's pro a very surprising ship that comes to fruition. Which I loved. Yeah. Yeah. It's um what is what is the ship name for Santana and Quinn? I could not remember. Quinn Montana. Montana. Yeah. Yes. And I, I don't know that. <laughs> I, I wonder why. But Sapphic. <laughs> I had forgotten that there was literal buildup in this episode for it. Yeah, that like hand on the arm shot. Mm-hmm. When they're, they're in their drinks. They're yeah. like in the background of some dancing and they're like together the entire episode. If you could like, see my face, it would say exactly what I'm thinking. Like, my <laughs> mouth is open, the heart eyes are going. Mm-hmm. I had like, forgotten that they were together the whole yeah. episode. And I was like, oh, little buildup. Like, it's one of the 
few occasions that Glee gave me something I didn't anticipate, and it was a good thing. Same. Like, it's so rare that Glee was like, uh, the writers came up with this, have it, and I don't want to be like, take it back. Take it back, <laughs> bought into it. It's a surprise gift. Oh, thank you. I want it. I'll keep it. <laughs> I'll keep yeah. that. I'll cherish it forever. Yes. Um, not so, forgiving you for the vapor rape, but we haven't forgotten. No. Um, a really quick, what we were talking about is season four, episode 14, I Do. Um, and the rundown is Will and Emma tie the knot on Valentine's Day with current and former members of New Directions reuniting in Lima to celebrate. Um, and then the tradition of Glee's kind of thematic episodes, the Glee logo is pink. Cute. That's kind of cute. Color. I was like, oh, it's pink. Um, did anyone else have a little, like, PTSD with the opening scene and the lima bean with the hearts and the Valentine's Day decor? And it wasn't yeah. Curtin Blaine. Yeah. yeah. It was wrong. Should it, be. There was no puppy stuffed animal thingy and they weren't standing in line and their little peacoats and their scarves and, like, phew, the hurt. Made me miss, made me miss the um, brief window of Happy Clane. Mm -hmm. When they were young and... yeah. That was young and in love. I was kind of young and in love, and <laughs> nothing terrible had happened yet. Mm -hmm. We were all so naive. We were we were all so broken and naive. Yeah. Uh, instead, it was Finn and Rachel. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, well, okay. Gosh, she makes everything about herself, doesn't she? Like that opening scene. Loved Finn being mature enough at this point to call her out, being like, "Not everything mm -hmm. has to do with you." And then she got yeah. snotty and, and left straight up. I'm like, oh, you got called out. You couldn't handle it. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay, bye. Here is Finn trying to talk to her about something that affected him, which is kissing Mrs. Pillsbury on the eve of her wedding to his mentor and longtime teacher. Slash best friend. Slash BFF. Yes. <laughs> and the person that he is going to be best man for. And she's like... But what about me? Like, it's not about you. God damn. I'm sure that scene Brody and I live together has affected you. And he's like, no, bitch. It's not about you. <laughs> it's not about you, yeah. Brody. Damn. It was really nice. It was yeah. not about her. He was so rare and so like wonderful when open moments up like a that little happen. Bit, I know. Have a conversation about himself yeah. and his feelings. And fucking Rachel is in there like, but me. No. I feel like there needs to be <laughs> there needs to be a version of the Bechdel test for Glee, but it's just Rachel. <laughs> we need two characters having conversations that are not about Rachel or involving Rachel. Mm -hmm. And go back, we can go back to the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, girl. Yeah. So that was was Finn yelling out, I'm the worst person in the world because mood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How come we don't see that gif more often? That would be a useful one. It would. Someone like, get on when, that. When you think about it, he's not even that bad. Like in this context, like Will is a hundred percent worse. Like yes. given everything that happens in the episode and what Will admits to, like mm -hmm. he admits to like leaving Emma to deal with everything, and then he puts it down as, "Oh, it's just your obsessiveness." And I was like you do realize she has a serious disorder and you're like, we'll talk about this after Glee Club. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's more important. I feel like it's also like, not to go back to being a Terry defender, but like. Please, no, please. I love Terry. Yeah. Like in season one, I feel like Will was also just like constantly ditching her and ignoring her mental health, which she needed some help with that. <laughs> like. No, he absolutely was. But like, yeah, he was, he was kind of just like leaving all the rest of life up to her and just, just focusing on Glee Club. Focusing on his like, what is it, um, regression into adolescence where he could be mm-hmm. yeah. in front of all these students. Like not that it's creepy or anything considering he's like 20 years older. And randomly planning drugs in some of their lockers. I was say, one of Will's first acts was to plant drugs in a kid's locker to get them to join Glee and Club. everyone thinks he's amazing. It's like, no, no. He yeah. is a terrible human being. It's horrible. You're all just gaslit into thinking he's amazing. Oh, no, it's Stockholm Syndrome, isn't it? Not gaslit. Yeah, yeah. It's Stockholm <laughs> Syndrome, stripped through and through. Uh, oh, Will and his soon-to-be but doesn't quite happen wife is supposed to be their guidance counselor but since she's <laughs> in a relationship with them she can't even be like you guys um your teacher is ruining your lives and careers because she's right there with them she's right in the trenches with them and can't escape the orbit mm-hmm. and she had a perfect boyfriend in the dentist oh, she He's did so john stamos she yeah. had john stamos in yeah. her life they and were great together yeah, they were great. Not that she needs a boyfriend at all. No. She but she had John Stamos and it was and it if I could go back and rewrite Glee, it would definitely involve an asexual Emma storyline. Yes. Like oh, that would have been fantastic and like fit her character so well. Yes. And we need like more autistic representation too, because yeah. like, Oh, yeah, definitely. I wouldn't have wanted Glee to touch that, but <laughs> absolutely if not. You, no, no, no. Yeah, if you put the framework of Glee in someone else's hands, yes. Mm-hmm. Let's say we'll put it in women's hands because women do everything better. Yes. And, like, it's Ryan Murphy, so it's instantly better no matter who. Yeah. Speaking of Will, he is back from his, I guess, important job in D.C., he should have stayed. He should have stayed. I yeah. mean, whatever, six months assignment, I guess, just in time for the wedding, um, yeah. which Emma is still planning. She's filling out a seating chart like two days before the wedding. Again, B could have talked to this. I don't know anything about weddings. I don't care for them. This seems like something you needed to have finished six months ago. Yeah, that was very last minute for a wedding. Yeah. It's almost like she doesn't want to marry him. Hmm. So weird. Yeah. So weird. I wouldn't want to marry him either. <laughs> same these it does uh, come with my favorite line well, and all of you glee kids have dated so incestuously that i can't even remember who can tolerate who anymore yes i love that i'm like you know what that is so true yeah i um, love that although it, that doesn't count for blaine and kurt because they've only dated each other so <laughs> i mean in the glue cup, cup i mean could you count no. blaine and rachel <laughs> no, we're not gonna do that okay no. Rachel like been with everyone. Remember, he's a yeah. gold star gay. True. So he True, doesn't yeah. even count it. Um, yeah. I love the look on Finn's face when Will was back. One, because he's kissed Emma. But two, because now he's losing his job. I forgot about so that. So all of a sudden, he is out a job and is, uh, I guess, losing his only paycheck. 
Did he I have get no pipe? idea. I have to assume because he's not, he hasn't been working at the garage yeah. that we've seen. So he has to live some, I, I don't know where he lives. Where are these people living who is like paying them? These are all stressful Glee questions. Club has no budget, but if Finn has been teaching it, I assumed he got Will's paycheck allocation that's weird yeah i don't know how that works legally either because he's not a because has he been getting like a substitute feature teacher fee because like you don't have to have any certifications to be a sub oh okay cool i didn't know that i thought you did yeah it it seems kind of dangerous to me (laughs) teachers have to get years and years of qualifications i can just walk in anyone yeah yeah i um I don't know, but I do hope he got paid to deal with these kids. Uh, yeah. Same. But yeah, so so Will sets an assignment because they definitely have time to do a whole week's assignment when they still have to practice for regionals. <laughs> that is such a Will move, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. We're doing so much stuff already, but have an yep. assignment. Sing at my wedding, even though you've definitely got regionals to practice for. Which, wouldn't they be behind anyway because the Warblers got kicked out? So they'd be behind anyway because they got placed into the bracket later. Who cares? Um, I mean, I would say yes, you're right. But also, I don't think they ever put any thought (laughs) into it making sense. So So. they really don't. Um, I definitely hated the Asian bird flu joke with Tina being like, it wasn't me. Like, and. It was, um, what's his face? Jake. He looked at directly yeah. at Tina. I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, he pulls out um, the other white boy. What's his name? Ryder. White boy? Ryder. Thank you. My gosh. I'm terrible. We, like, we don't like um, to think about Ryder anyway. Oh, yeah. He's gross. He calls out Ryder on his racism, but like, mate, you were racist mm-hmm. to Tina. Yeah. It was like just the writer's yeah. excuse to make an Asian bird flu joke. Like, Okay. Yeah, that's so gross, especially like in a coronavirus, COVID-19 world where yeah, you've got disgusting people being racist. Exactly. Obviously, this happened, uh, what, 10 years before, but still. Yeah. Yeah, it's still gross. gross. Like, I loved making all these like slightly um, racial, what's, hang on a minute. I'm trying to think of the word. Like it's, you know, lightly racist, but it's still racist. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh, a yeah. sous of racism. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're garbage. Oh, the subtle mm-hmm. racist implications. Thank you. Can't words today. I've established that already. This is what happens on this podcast every time. It's like, what are we talking about? So, uh, on top of uh, everything else happening, we have Jake and Marley getting. Uh, wooed wooing is happening because it's valentine's day and obviously they are the couple du jour marley uh an episode with that have an episode couple. gotta have a hetero couple especially to balance the two non-hetero couples that happen later oh, so you really gotta front load the, the hetero marley gives jake a very yeah. like thoughtful gift in the beginning of the episode which is a pair of handmade cufflinks to wear to the wedding because 
That's so it's cute. very nice. Like they're handmade because remember they're broke. Um, yeah, can't forget that. Can't forget that. Jake has not yet gotten Marley anything because he's a dude, and that that's what dudes are like. Because you wouldn't want to have a thoughtful straight man in a relationship on this show. No. Instead, we get Ryder, who pulls a full Cyrano de Bergerac throughout this episode, who woos Marley through Jake the entire week. That's not weird, is it? Like, that's that weird to anyone else? It's really fucking weird. Yeah, it's terrible. Jake apparently can't do anything on his own for the person he's supposed to be in love with. Even though in the previous, what was it, two episodes ago, three episodes ago, he sang to marley on his own and wrote i love you in was it a yearbook no it was the calendar, oh, the calendar. right the calendar I mean, he was he like oh, did yeah. all this yeah he was absolutely yeah. a good boyfriend like he was shown as someone that was yeah. good for her he did all this on his own and now for valentine's day he is like can't come up idea. with even like a card and being like look i don't know what to get you as a gift because uh, material objects are of no value sometimes and just the thought counts and here's some flowers or uh, I don't know money because you're broke that probably would have yeah. been fine like it's yeah. my first valentine I got flowers How he right, loves exactly. me. or let's go out on a date and eat pasta at breadsticks like everyone else on this fucking show has ever done ever there's only one restaurant in town. one lima restaurant yeah <laughs> but no instead no. <clears throat> it's writer being like a puppet master up jake's butt being like all right we're gonna sing marley's favorite song which you definitely remembered <laughs> like, God damn it. Mm-hmm. and here's oh a necklace gosh. that i yeah. thought for you to give to marley i mean frankly the plot twist should have been that writer just gives it to jake <laughs> yeah <laughs> He's like, hey, I know you're trying to get with her and everything, but dude, I bought you this. Because all of that tension and it was that we used to have was actually yeah. sublimated homoerotic feelings. I mean, if this were a fic, mm-hmm. that's what would have happened. Oh, for sure. Like, the, Marley's yeah. just an excuse for I'm them to it. get closer. I'll take it. Tell I would be into it, except I really hate... Um, Blake Jenner, Jake <laughs> I know, Blenner. I, you know what? I no longer remember if it's Blake Jenner or Jake Blenner. <laughs> I say it wrong every time. <laughs> so, yeah, fuck him anyway. anyway. We don't care. Yeah. For the purposes of yeah. the show, it's yeah. creepy. Um, also creepy was yeah. Ryder yeah. calling Puckerman out for being a dude who dates underage girls. What the fuck, Glee? Yeah. Like, he's currently dating a sophomore. I love how they like, we... Uh, say so I know you established that at the start of the, the season where you know everyone's ages are 100% c- cemented like she's a sophomore but what does that make them are they juniors or are they freshmen because like, yeah it's, it's twice it's in the episode sophomore is brought mm. up mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know like are they not also sophomores because <laughs> like you look like you're about well because Puckerman is graduated so he's got to be 19 or 20 yeah and he's dating like what how old is sophomore uh, like 14 15 yeah. that's creepy and yeah icky. 
15, mm-hmm. maybe 16, depending on when their birthday that. is, but definitely not older than yep. 16. And it's Kitty as well. Kitty's the sophomore that he's dating. Ugh. And yeah. given the actor's <laughs> um, issues, like, yeah, stop it. Glee is Glee, not, not a documentary, <laughs> except I guess it apparently always yeah. is. Yeah, like, and they had to know. know. They had to know. Yeah, icky, icky, icky. Yeah, exactly. Icky. Gross. Um, So I guess it's time for the wedding. Or is it? (laughs) Or is it? Um, (laughs) the, The wedding begins, I think, with maybe one of Glee's greatest scenes. At 12 minutes and 35 seconds. With just yeah. bros helping bros. <laughs> I bros helping proud. bros. Star, would you like to tell us your feelings that about this scene? Sorry. Would you would you like to tell us your feelings about this scene, Star? Oh, sorry. I was just saying that that line, I love it when you talk Freddy, ended up appearing in so many Dude. gang fix Dude. after that. Like, <laughs> oh my yeah. god. It, People worm their way in, and I'm like, good for you, but it's getting repetitive. <laughs> but no, I thought it was very on brand for them, like, especially given Glee's history, but like, okay, let's hook up mm-hmm. in the car because, you know, we're just bros helping bros. And nothing like even happens. They just smooch like twice. And then well, they say, Kurt, it's like, I need Kurt to does. Kurt does have to like hold his jacket over his crotch afterwards, which I commend Chris Colfer on that acting choice. Because <laughs> that was I very nice and real guy. I love that. that yeah. I thought it was hilarious that they tried to hide that it was Blaine in the car with Kurt. Yeah. Who else would it have been? Who going to be? So Finn. Ben just makes the rounds yeah. this episode. <laughs> it was, I, I thought it was really cute that it was so obvious how much Blaine was in love with him and Kurt was the one trying to play cool this whole time of like we're not together the whole episode he spends like we're just friends we're not together we're just friends like okay buddy like chill who are you trying to convince here like and also the line when Mercedes knocks on the window and he's like tell me that's not Tina again like oh my god get Tina the fuck out of here (laughs) so sick of Tina Uh. and then like Tina's just getting in there, trying to tell Kurt that that's her man. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm crawling out of the car. Iconic. So, I just remember, like, when this episode aired and that night on Tumblr, like, how fast those screen caps came out and how God. fast the gifts oh, came out. Yes. And, like, these, like, super um, zoomed in screen caps of, like, how much skin was showing and that one of Blaine slash Darren's buttons was popped open and, like... Yeah, because Chris slash Kurt's mm-hmm. back was showing a little bit where Darren slash Blaine slid his yep. hand out the back and people were like, oh my god, yep. skin! The Tumblr CSI was in full force. We an ankle yep. all over yep. again. It was, uh, it was pretty intense and it was fantastic. It's just... The choice of being an Australian is that it came out, I think, around, depending on the time zone, I could never remember. Um, it was either like midday or like 2 p.m. So I had all afternoon to like 
reblog and rewatch it a whole bunch of times and you know I rewatched it a bunch of times because I was that obsessed uh, yes I'm sure yeah. if you went into my blog and found the right tag it would just be seven pages of the same thing just over oh, and over sure I was really bad at tagging like episodes I just tagged Glee um who is in it the couple mm. name and like the key smash <laughs> the key smash yeah that's that's the important one yeah I know that's like the the ex- pure expression of like mm-hmm. emotions yeah and Glee had that a lot yes. <laughs> just key smash yeah. and the key was deciphering is it a good key smash or a right. bad key smash <laughs> and with Glee it was really 50 50 yes. sometimes 70 70- I was going to say 70, 20, but I'm a gay who can't do maths, so that works out. (laughs) What a good, what a good scene. So they, you know, we've got the wedding rocking here um, and they (laughs) literally, I love their performance of Just Can't Get Enough. I just can't get enough And when it rains, you're shining down for me And I just can't get enough And I just can't get enough just like a rainbow, you know you set me free And I just can't get enough, and I just can't get enough You're like an angel and you give me your love And I just can't seem to get enough of I think it's so fun. That was these two, two... It is. It was one of those, like, one of those duets mm-hmm. that grew on me. Because I think the first time I heard it, I didn't like it. But then, of course, I just ended up, like listening to it repeatedly because it was a Kurt and mm. Blaine duet and I had to. Yep. That's me as well. Like I I think the first time I actually probably heard that song was when the UK band The Saturdays covered it and they did like a really, dis- not disco-y, but like poppy and you could really dance to it. So my brain had all this trouble like going, okay, no, no, someone else is covering it now. And you like these characters slash these people so you can enjoy this song as well and I ended up enjoying it, which was good. I just, they, you know, they're, they seem to be having fun on stage. They look like two idiots. You know, it's all very kind of doofy. And it's not uh, interrupted by anyone fighting in the audience. Which, which is rare very rare. Yeah. It's like a nice bonus yeah. uh, for the episode that no one gets into a fight. I I, I also, like, do love Kurt's stupid oh, dancing. It's so stupid. But Chris Colfer really committed to the stupidity. Oh, we he's just that. like yep. shaking his little we, hips. Um, actually, completely passed the wedding to talk about. Uh, Clean. Should we backtrack to the actual oh, yeah. wedding before we get to, <laughs> to yeah. the reception? Um, especially the song, like Emma's song. I well, I guess it's more yes. than just Emma's yes. song, but um, uh, Santana and Quinn look like rich aunts who'd rather be anywhere else, and I love it. <laughs> Yes. They could be the rich lesbian aunts that, like, you know, give yeah. gifts as they come to town and then, like, disappear to go on long sex-filled holiday yes. vacations. Yeah. <laughs> I know words. They look amazing. Wonderful. I love that they're sitting together, really, they like, do. lining up what's going to happen. So good. Oh, that was actually, like, like we said, that was one time the foreshadowing slash, you know, staging of it actually really, mm-hmm. really worked out in their favor. It did. Mm-hmm. It did. Um, again, Sue Sylvester stealing the show. She's fantastic in this one. (laughs) Showing up in an exact replica 
of uh of Emma's dress. Yep. I was wearing I completely <laughs> fail. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. I mean she sits there for some to like eat everything and I love yep. that. I'm like, you know what? This is the most iconic you have ever been, Sue Sylvester. I it's like it it's the perfect use of Sue as like a tension breaker and letting Jane Lynch just like do what yep. she wants to do. Yep. Oh, so good. Especially while Emma's like freaking out and then you like cut to Sue just eating. <laughs> and she's like, Oh, I got crap on my dress oh. now. <laughs> that is the that's the version of Sue Sylvester that I love the most. Where Same. like yeah. this, it's bad. You should not obviously show up to someone's wedding in the same wedding dress, let alone any wedding dress. <laughs> but it it's the type of mean that is not gonna physically hurt somebody and is not gonna it's scarring but not um but it bleeds so the whole right, thing is scarring. right but it's you know how sometimes her her um insults are actually like cruel really horrible She's not punching yeah. down in this. She's not going after a minority right. group or someone's nice. sexuality or like their class. Mm-hmm. Life. Yeah. yeah. And we love that. There, there's yes. nothing here that, I mean, it's a last. There's no malicious intent. It's a little malicious, but it's like. Yeah. Not like her mm-hmm. normal level of maliciousness. Yeah. For Sue, that was really yes. tame. It could have been much worse. Um. I can't believe we have to have like that conversation where oh it's not malicious yeah. enough for Sue to be called it's malicious. It's bad, wow. but is it that bad? That just shows how the characters. Yeah. <laughs> On the scale of Sue to Sue, it's not that bad. I also love mm. that she's doing this simply to get back at Will for giving Finn a teaching position. <laughs> like, oh, but that is when the bad Sue shows up because she does make fun of Finn's weight, and I was like, oh, you lost it for a second there. Like, oh, yeah. We don't need yeah. that. Roll it back. You were doing well. Oh. Just bring it back. Um, but yeah. She continues on that ring forever. Yeah. Though. That's oh, Lee really does have a hard time with fat phobia and I uh, I hate it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, as a fat person, like I was constantly feeling like I was crap just for existing. Because oh yeah. <laughs> Low. You know, and then you factor in the fact that I'm lesbian and then you factor in the fact that there's like gender issues and it's like mm. Lee was not all that which and it's so yeah. interesting for a show that was like we are the LGBTQ show of the time like ooh but mm, really don't seem to like a <laughs> lot of those letters they only like the G in the, as long as it's yeah. a gay male yeah. and they yeah. really better be white presenting I wonder why that is right Murphy yeah they definitely like better be white presenting. Because if, mm-hmm. if Darren mm-hmm. had been a little darker than he is, it may have been a bigger issue. Yeah. Um. So obviously Emma is uh, panicking about marrying Will, which completely understandable. I too would panic about marrying Will. And mm-hmm. she she yeah, breaks out into a fantastic version of not getting married Emma we're really getting married part of me is 
everybody there because if everybody's there, I want to thank you all for coming to the wedding. I'd appreciate you going even more. I mean, you must have lots of better things to do. Not a word of this to wear. Remember, William, the man I'm gonna marry, but I'm not because I wouldn't run anyone as wonderful as he is. But I thank you all for the gifts and the flowers. Thank you all. Now it's back to the showers. Don't tell Will, but I'm not getting married today. Which finally, yeah. I've actually never heard of this. Episode. Oh yeah. No, <laughs> just like this is the first time I've heard it. It's uh, it's a Stephen Sondheim song from um company from the musical company and it's so fast the lyrics are so fast and uh she does such a good job i don't know why we needed will singing his part i know it's part of the show that the other characters whose names in the musical i am completely blanking on i think this was the first time i'd heard this song too um they just did a gender bent version of company on broadway yeah Uh, i didn't get to see because you know stuff um but yes i did read while i was um taking notes for this episode that uh jayma had a panic attack doing that oh yeah so hard like trying to record it like that fast the first time she tried to do it um she had a panic attack well she does an amazing job i just want to talk to her she does like she killed it yeah she kills it and it's it's always a reminder that it's such a shame she doesn't get to sing more on the show um because she's so good um so you know emma bales on the wedding and uh good for her she returns to her long lost love the dentist and uh, lives happily ever after and that's how glee ends right best character in dingley ever gave someone yeah um that's not what happens but we can pretend that it is but she does leave she leaves the wedding um they don't get married today and will tells everyone to go on with the reception because the episode isn't over and we still have songs to be sung because it's glee true and we can't only have an episode with like two songs no of course not but I'm totally fine with that because the reception and events after are really the best part of the episode. Don't have Will. <laughs> don't have Will. Yeah. You're right. He's... Exactly. There might be a correlation there. Right. Yes. <laughs> um, so at the reception, Santana sees Sam and Brittany dancing. So she takes Quinn's hand and walks off. Uh, checkmark gay. Love it. Yes. Um, at the bar, Quinn and santana have fake ids so they get to drink and she tells uh santana that she is killing it in her dress which she is and like touches her shoulder all flirty check mark gay love it um amazing i did anyone pick up vibes between these characters earlier in seasons that the writers were just like we're gonna do it or does this feel like something that the writers are like it's a wedding. Everyone fucks at weddings. I feel like I mean I feel like people might have projected mm-hmm. onto it earlier. Yeah, but if I mean if I were gonna guess based on previous setup, I would have been like Rachel mm-hmm. and Quinn are gonna mm-hmm. like hook up. So I feel like this was writers just wanting to throw a yeah. plot twist in there. I'm not mad about it. And give Diana something to do. Sure. I mean what yeah fair fair i'm not mad about it let's have her do santana (laughs) 
see what you did there. Yeah. yeah. Can't complain. No complaints here. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sue tosses Emma's bouquet because she is still wearing a wedding dress and um, might as well <laughs> fulfill the role. That's a silly thing to do. If you're going to do it, might as well do it. Um, how mad are we that Rachel caught the bouquet? Oh, this is annoying. Of course she, she takes did. She the toilet I with I saw that. I was like, did you take that into the toilet? That's so She's not, letting it, not letting it go. No yeah. one's getting that Didn't even her. leave it on the sink. <laughs> she took it into the stall. <laughs> Fuck. But that's such a Rachel thing to do. Like, oh, no, I can't let anyone touch these flowers. Because I am the one going to get married mm-hmm. next. Simply to have a setup with Finn to have like a conversation with Finn about we're end game how end yeah. game they are like you could have you could have had that conversation anyway and Finn gets all up in Rachel's face about her relationship with Brody yeah which was a little aggressive yeah because Finn's all uh, in there about that he thinks Rachel is still in love with him and that it was weird to come here without like leave behind her her boyfriend on Valentine's Day like well that's when the wedding is like was she just not supposed to come yeah. would she have preferred that she bring her boyfriend right. I don't think he would have preferred like that. that at all yeah I, th- I don't know I I didn't I didn't like the conversation with Finn and Rachel about that. It was a little judgy, maybe, a little blamey. Yeah. But they're young. Yeah, all of that. But yeah, the my notes literally say, gosh, I hate the Finn and Rachel dynamic. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's never good. No. It's it's the worst part of the show, I think. Yes. Um or maybe that's just Rachel is the worst yes. part of the show. She really is. My notes, like, directly under that says, like, I am single, looks like Rachel, who invo- invited Brody to live with her because he she was pissed off that he was 45 minutes late to a date. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's not weird. That's sound decision making. Good rationale. She should have just said, like, I don't want to pay full rent. Live with us. Yeah in our apartment that has no walls apart from the four that exist <laughs> like the whole yeah. building up we've got privacy oh, curtains pri- that do nothing privacy curtains make me anxious like oh god like i mean i know bert is just like he's not just a mechanic he's, he's a mechanic but you know mechanics tend to know other tradies and i'm sure bert knows some people who could slap up some fibro right. walls and their apartment doesn't seem like the kind of place where you can't do renovation. Put up some walls. Yeah, it's a big yeah. open space. They right. right. I, feel, I feel like the landlords would be, uh, you want to improve this place for I us know. to charge more next time? Turning, yeah, sure. Are we <laughs> turning a studio into a three-bedroom? Great. Your rent is now $8,000 a month. Yeah, exactly. You feel like that, yeah. Go ahead, and then afterwards we have this new mm-hmm. lease for you to sign. Perfect, thank you. Yeah, and you paid for it too. That means it's free <laughs> for me. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So the the reception does. Oh, 
Well, before we get to that, do we want to talk about um, Artie and his new pal? Uh, what is her name? Betty. Betty with her Betty. big boobs. Betty with big boobs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I I like her attitude. I don't like her because <laughs> she's kind of like yeah. a shitty person. But I did like her attitude talking to Artie because Artie can kind of oh, be yeah, a shitty person too. Oh. Was it yeah. was it weird of the show to be like the person in the wheelchair gets to have a friend who is also in a wheelchair because that it is. yeah <laughs> they don't do anything it just good. it has a i mean i suppose the best thing to do would be to ask someone who is also in a chair to be like how did you feel about this because it may it, i don't know that's appropriate for us yeah. to be like this is how they should feel about it but sure. for me i was like i don't know that this is cool because it's a bit like I don't know, like a, a diversity hire to be like, here, here's another diverse character to pair up with the other diverse characters so that we don't just have one. I don't know. It just it had like, a, I don't know. It felt weird to just put someone in there. But Ali Stroker has such a great voice and then they didn't use it. Yeah, that was a strange choice. Cause she really does have a good she voice has, but it's glee that all we do is make strange choices it's one line yeah. in we've got tonight yep like why do that when they could use rachel's right. voice yeah. rachel yeah. and Bing seeing their weird song because i i've i saw her i don't know a couple years ago now more than that in oklahoma on broadway and you're like damn amazing and then she's here and you're like, so why, I mean, not to be like, why are you here? But why are you here and not using her? It's just a, like a check mark, yeah. like you said, diversity yeah. check with a person who's actually in a wheelchair, not just a able-bodied person. Yes, put in a wheelchair. right, exactly. Yeah, to like, oh, to like compensate for the fact that an able-bodied person has been in the chair the entire run of Glee and now it's starting to look especially weird that Kevin mm -hmm. McHale is not yeah especially when like a couple of episodes previous we had him like up and dancing in the right. christmas episode it's just a really hit home that he is not mm -hmm. disabled yep yeah and i i can't remember how much does does betty come back i cannot remember at this point i watched like i went after what because i i watched this episode and then i went back and watched from season four all the way through okay to the end of season six because apparently i love pain i still don't remember if she popped back uh, okay. up i feel like maybe once but then i feel like i might be projecting because it's such a waste if she doesn't because she's such a great singer um can i just like say my next notes say they're all hooking up on the same I know. floor yikes <laughs> no. yeah i hope those walls were good i know <laughs> nope she's only in the one oh. episode as Betty Pills fucking waste. Yep. And they didn't even give her red hair. Right. She's a Pillsbury. They're all like Yeah, that's red. the whole thing about the Pillsburys, is they're gingers. Yeah. Ugh. What a, a waste. Justice for like, Allie Stroker. Well, I mean, she has a Tony now, so like she's fine. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I didn't know that. I don't pay attention to a lot of things. Yeah. But good for her. Yep. I actually followed her when she was dating the other girl from the Glee oh. Project. 
for a while and then they broke up and I got sad. Oh. <laughs> I would get sad too. <laughs> it was, her name was Danny. I don't know when they broke up, but I think it was around the time she started on Broadway. Good for her. Oh, that would be. Yes, yeah. because, well, so for for this episode, um, the reception devolves into everyone um, disappearing into the hotel that I guess they've all rented rooms in. Um, mm-hmm. On the same floor to hook up. <laughs> Is that not weird? It is. It is weird. Um, It's not clear if they're all in adjoining rooms, which would be worse um, because they go into their rooms one by one. But uh, yikes. So. Well, some of them you can see the the number. Like, Clayne are in 206. Jake and Marley are in 207. Oh, they're in adjoining rooms. No, those would be across from each other. 206 and 207 would be across the hall from each other. Yeah, but like I'm sure you're going to hear sex yeah. noises because I don't think Rachel is a quiet person <laughs> who has sex. She's loud about everything she does. She's going to be loud in sex. Oh no! Yeah. Ugh, that's so. I don't oh. want to think about that. It's too early. Well, in the so Curtin Blaine's room is two oh six because that's the episode that they met in. Yeah, well, I love that little no. subtlety. Every once in a while, Glee does something right. So. Um, Rachel and uh, Finn are singing We've Got Tonight in one of those classic Glee performances that starts out as a performance and then becomes like a fantasy sequence because they're all Mm -hmm. overlapping with scenes of people walking down the hallway of smut and uh, (laughs) everyone's going into their their rooms and I, I love the scene of Kurt pulling Blaine into the hotel room by his tie. Yeah. Super cute. That was good. I remember everyone losing their shit over yes. that. Oh yes, like million yep. gift sets, well yeah. earned. And then later on, when like Blaine's like, "Oh, tell me we're not back together," and then Kurt like just leans in and is like, "I'll meet you downstairs." I'm like, "Holy mm-hmm. crap, Chris, you look fucking so sexy." <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah. Well, because they're finally all looking like adults. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not Blaine though. <laughs> He still looks like a toddler well, at times. And because yeah. of this, the way they film things, and I guess on Fox, no one could actually look like they had sex. His hair had not moved. And <laughs> yes. Just imagining him like, Kurt, I gotta be on top and you cannot touch my head. Single hair. <laughs> and like the pillows are a little must and the sheets are a little out of place. But that hair yeah. is rock solid. Like, God. Damn it. I ate it so much. Uh, yeah. Did we ever get to see Blaine with bed hair? Like, because we know that later in like season five or whatever, they're like sharing a house. No, because no, because there's the fucking scene where they're sharing um the bed and he goes to uh they're they're doing their little like I can't remember what song it is, but um he gets up with rock solid hair in the morning rock fucking yeah. solid hair and i feel i'm sure i wrote a post about it at the time of being like ryan murphy did this on purpose because he knows everyone hates blaine's fucking hair so he has yeah. blaine getting up in the morning 
with gelled hair, which is impossible. Like that pillowcase, one is disgusting, and two, it's terrible for your fucking hair and scalp. And it wouldn't. You can't. No. Does he never wash his head? That man has curly hair. I I remember. I remember a fic, and I don't remember like what the context was or who it was by or anything. But that had like Blaine would wake up at like. 6 a.m. go do his hair and then get back in bed with Kurt to try and make it seem like he woke up like that. That is grounds for divorce. <laughs> that hair is grounds for divorce. It is. But like, not to traumatize Mandy, I apologize in advance, but even in the breakup episode where they're all uh, singing yeah. um, Don't Speak yeah. when they get into bed, he's getting into bed yeah. with his gel head. I mean, I guess like, <laughs> it's like I can see now why they broke up is that Kurt was like, I can't handle this anymore. It's not because you cheated. Because no, no, I, no. It's, it's just, just the hair. The hair is too much. Yeah. It's the hair. Kurt wakes up and he's like, God damn it, I have to buy entirely Every new bedding. Day. You're tearing holes in it with your rock solid hair. I just make him sleep in a separate that bed. That too. That too. You can just go over there and I'll have this bed to myself with my non gel pillows. Ugh. Ugh. Again, we get to I could talk about this literally all day because it like there was a point in Glee where the things that they started to include in the show and some of Ryan Murphy's tweets started to feel like purposeful against the fandom like things that would happen and this is made we're like you just did this because you know people hate it and you can't you couldn't prove otherwise like is that a conspiracy theory maybe but you can't prove otherwise (laughs) and he makes a point in season six where blaine stops using hair and then sam literally screams Because he doesn't recognize like, him. Yeah. To be fair, I still haven't watched season six because I protested. Um, yeah. And Good. so at one at some point here with the podcast, it will be a fresh watch, fresh watch for me. But I did hear about the hair thing because obviously people were like, oh, did you see the hair thing? I was like, I didn't. But fuck you, Ryan Murphy. <laughs> That's personal. As if Ryan Murphy ever knew any of our existences online. Although, I, feel I was, like he did. I, I mean, not to like toot our own horns, but uh, <laughs> uh, didn't he? Yeah, didn't he? He had to. Some of us were watching IP addresses. We had to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we did. We did. We had to. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway. The other couple that got together was Quinn and Santana. And they didn't. Oh, yeah. I really but they didn't actually see I know. On the camera. I, I feel like there's probably footage of it and they didn't include it. But I did like yeah. that they couldn't, they didn't get, they didn't try to pretend that it, it was just kissing. No. Yeah, I, I did too. Yeah. I didn't like Quinn's immediate, it's just a one-time thing. But, but then they're like shagging, so it's you know it wasn't yeah. a one time thing. Yeah, but I did appreciate that they. It was very obvious that they weren't just kissing. Yeah. So good for them. Yeah. Especially Santana's leg mm-hmm. on display, like oh, that was a full yep. thigh and leg. And ten years ago, me was salivating. I'm pretty sure people today are too, though. 
Uh, yeah, I would think so. Yeah, but like I'm ten years older, so it feels weird. <laughs> fair, Alan. Um, fair. Like that. That's how I see things now. I'm like, oh no, my brain doesn't uh, like fair. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. The youth yeah. of today can look back and be like, see, yeah, see yes. what we had, see what was there. <laughs> see the only things we had when you've got like TV shows where they're actually like people kiss that aren't hetero. Right. Kids have it so good these days. Do they though? Because I also feel like the trauma that that young characters go through these days on TV shows is like intense. Yeah. Yeah. The TV shows that get cancelled. We still don't have great I just saw there was like a tweet about that, about all of the uh, mm-hmm. sapphic and lesbian TV shows that had gotten cancelled simply by Netflix this year. And I was like, Jesus. Yep. Netflix. What made me mad was that I looked at the list because I think I saw the same tweet and it was like, I, I hadn't heard mm-hmm. of a couple of these. Like, market them, yeah, please. Market. Yeah, so everyone uh, seems to have a good night post-wedding. Well, except for Emma and Will, but like, hmm. Again, that's, that's yeah. really good Emma probably has a great night with her dentist. True, yes. uh, Oh, I did like that both... Um, well, both Artie and Betty are also in the uh, montage of couples who hook up. Yeah. I thought that I was did really appreciate good. Yeah. And I like that they addressed afterwards about like they've had sex, but because they're both disabled, they don't yeah. really know if it was good. Yeah. <laughs> and they made a joke about it. And I thought it was just cute. It was cute. Yeah, yeah, that you know, different experiences for different people. Mm-hmm. Not everything is the same across the board. Um, have we missed anything that happened of import in this episode? Ugh, what's his face grossness, Brody? Brody? No, that, no, not Brody. That's later. Ryder smooches oh, Marley. Yes, at the, at the, oh, yeah. I've got the in front of me. Sorry. I'm like, can you not? Yes, he. So at the end yeah. of the episode, Marley does know that it was Ryder who was like helping Jake with the um, the Valentine's Day gifts, and then Ryder feels the need to kiss Marley because um, douchebag. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, sucks because like actor sucks, and that's also hard to remove from the situation. But um, also just character wise, back the fuck off, dude. You know that. Yeah, but at the time, nobody knew yes. that he sucked. And it was just like, oh, can you not? Yeah. Yep, at the time. But even even then, just the character development, like, we don't need another blob. Just fuck off. Like, no, we, don't, no, we really don't. Love triangles are boring, and they're so 2002. Just go away. Yep, agree. And writer's boring, and his hair sucks. He's just a basic yes. white boy. Like at least do something awesome if you're going to be a basic white boy like there are so many women give me in this high school go find another one yeah. who's not in the glee club well trans <laughs> yeah because as as we'll go back to that, that beginning comment from emma um hang on a minute all of you glee kids have dated so incestuously that i can't remember who can tolerate who anymore date yeah. outside the the blob the circle the the infinity loop however this works right now with you guys just don't do it yeah no idea 
Um, yeah. The other thing that happened at the reception is um, Tina fucking marching up to Kurt and yelling at him that she doesn't like the way that he treats Blaine. And I was like, and then yeah. she like sexually yeah. assaulted Blaine. <laughs> and part of me was like, okay, you are both wrong here because uh, both right and wrong because uh, part of me also doesn't like how Kurt treats Blaine sometimes. Um, but I also don't want to side with Tina because you are a creeper. I mean, in Kurt's defense, Blaine did he very did much not, cheat on him. He never saw anything. How <laughs> dare you? It was just... <laughs> I... Blaine and that lighthouse only, only shared dinner. Shared dinner and sat on a bed together. He very. He spilled food on himself, and that's why he had yes. to get changed. Yeah, he yeah. Simply spilled wine on his shirt. Blaine would never have dare you. No, you're right, and I reject it, and that is on me. Blaine True for their five thousand is my other Twitter account. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but this but this is where the clip of um, Kurt yelling, Did you vaporate my ex-boyfriend? Comes from. And it's amazing. But then they don't really, like, talk it out. It does seem like something they need to talk out. Because she did. She yeah. did. And then they're, like, walking down the hall hand like arm in arm like oh you know you you just you're great oh, yes and you need a boyfriend because apparently every single woman is in one mm-hmm. of a boyfriend get if and tina acting like she didn't have a great relationship with mike she did they were yeah. iconic rude it's glee's fault it they glee's broke up they broke up this fictional character. it's glee's fault for everything in the world <laughs> Yeah. We wouldn't be in this situation without that. This whole True. global situation without Glee. It started then. With this yeah. Asian bird flu joke. Absolutely. It started then. It did. Absolutely. Uh, and then the ep- you know, the episode kind of well, so Rachel goes back to New York. Um Brody is a little concerned that she It's kissing, kissing differently. differently. That's a little gross and fucked up a little weird yeah especially for brody who is this the episode that we find out that he's a sex worker or not because we see him coming out of um a ho- it's, it's alluded, alluded to, to okay yeah i was gonna say i don't think we've we've explicitly found out yet um, no because fantastic the whole thing oh right okay well then it's alluded to spoiler alert so sorry <laughs> um but if you've already watched glee then you already know this but if this is your first time watching glee why watch the episode first then yeah why are you watching glee for the first time now that's on you apparently people like (laughs) that's your choice and um why um but yeah it's a it's a weird thing to try and like call out and he's super concerned that rachel is like hooking up with finn which uh, she did but also like why would he know that yeah so i don't but then, like, he's hooking up yes. with multiple people. And she's like, I think you're yeah, telling me the truth. <laughs> I was so like, oh, y'all are just, y'all they need really therapy. Do. Every single person on Glee needs therapy. Including me. They need to pay for my therapy for um, watching There Glee. should be a class action lawsuit. There yeah. should be. Yeah, we all deserve a cut. We all deserve our share. Yeah, make sure the Australian gets her mm-hmm. two things. Yes. 
<laughs> that'll be in the fine print. <laughs> and I'll check in the US dollars because when you convert that to Australian dollars, Australian okay. dollars, it's more. That's fair. <laughs> nice. That's yeah. totally fair. I'm. I'm... <laughs> It's what should, you deserve. And we should get compensated by like hours spent thinking about it. Oh God. Yes. Hours spent blogging about it and mm-hmm. writing fic and fix it yeah. fic and making gifts and art and mm-hmm. oh God. Yeah. We, we can submit our tumblers as evidence. <laughs> oh God. Like, can't argue it. Of course, then you have to submit your tumbler for someone say, to oh, look no. at. So Tumblers and AO3 accounts. <laughs> what for the money it's would we probably do it, worth it i guess it depends on what the hourly rate is um well at the end of the episode rachel is seen taking a pregnancy test um this this does seem to be an issue where the writers are male and don't quite know how long it takes for someone yeah to know that they may or may not be pregnant um unless there's been a time she's going through her planner <laughs> yeah Unless there's been a time jump between her, between the wedding and that scene. Mm. And it's not indicated, like, they're expecting us to psychically know if there has been. Uh, She's going to need some weeks between that. Uh, Unless she just, like, I don't know. But yeah, uh, mm. if anyone listening doesn't have a uterus, um, it takes some time to know or suspect that you are pregnant just an fyi she's probably worried about the (laughs) yeah she's like oh dang i'm gonna be stuck with this guy for life he rocks up 45 minutes to a late and i get pissed off and throw dinner in the trash yeah that perfectly good dinner that she waited to throw away until he got there (laughs) backwards didn't throw it away about that pregnancy thing and my notes literally say lol i forgot that rachel might be procante because i can't <laughs> channel that <laughs> video uh, <laughs> i think with accent. i like it yeah. oh man oh. so yeah that is and then it like ends. <laughs> boom ended this is uh this is glee for you and i think there was like a three or four week break after this episode so you had a nice cliffhanger of uh potentially uh, another pregnant teenager because i think she's probably still only 19 oh she would be because oh, yeah like, yeah i don't think she's yeah. older than that mm-hmm. anyone uh oh, glee. Uh, glee so who's got a favorite song i really liked anything oh yeah happened. the end of the episode so we like, totally I skipped yeah, i yeah, love that episode. song so it's much really cute like, that's my notes, like, literally above the lol Rachel's pregnant thing. I've got, oh, I love anything can happen. I forgot it was in this episode. I did too, actually, because it, it doesn't seem to fit. It doesn't fit. <laughs> like, this yeah. is not a um, romantic Valentine's Day song, but I guess the words anything could happen fits Rachel potentially being pregnant. <laughs> yeah. It's, they they are sometimes pretty good at matching like song themes mm-hmm. to show themes, and I guess anything could happen with Kurt and Blaine hooking up again with Artie and Betty. Yeah. Although we never see her again, like I guess anything could happen. It never doesn't. Will it? Will it? But yeah, I, I thought that was a super fun song. I really like it, and I like listening to it. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm I gotta go mind. with the the claim duet enough. though. Yeah. Yeah. That's iconic. It's just like it's mm-hmm. a sentimental one. And it's really, really cute and it doesn't have bad memories attached to it. Ugh. Yeah. That's like such a good point. Some, some of the Clane songs are just like, well, I like it, but... um, Yeah. Speaking of, I don't know, not bad memories, but like maybe poignant memories, this is the last Finn and Rachel Aww. duet ever. Ooh, yeah. That's rude. Yeah. It gets really sad when you think about like, you know, uh, Finn's saying, oh, we're endgame. But at the time, you, yeah. you clearly don't know that Finn slash Corey pass right. away so it's like it's like extra oh that's really really sad when you it's like they that. meant it like yeah. that was supposed to be something you could call back yeah. to later on I also had that moment where um and this just happens like watching the show sometimes but when Santana comes in to talk to Finn and Will and then Will leaves first it's just Finn and Santana standing there mm. I was like oh that yeah. shot that's that's so tragic of like what yeah. pieces of this show could have been with with Finn's storyline mm-hmm. and Rachel's storyline mm-hmm. and and how they didn't happen because of of Corey like yeah and the closer we get to the end of the season I feel like the more it's yeah. gonna feel like oh ouch like we are emotionally right. preparing ourselves Ugh. thanks Mandy <laughs> Yeah, just had to bring Ugh. the mood up there. Just drag it down on this lovely note of, man, everything can happen. It's such a fun song. It's so uplifting. And also, it's all fucking tragic. <laughs> hey, you know what? Uh, Kurt and Blaine <laughs> fucked. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they sure did. So did yes, Quinn and Santana. Did. And they yeah. liked it. The only yeah. ones I care about. Yes, they did. And Glee didn't shy away from it. And that was great. So, okay, so yeah, this is okay. I think this has been a fun episode. Um, Kurt and Blaine yeah. hooked up, Quinn and Santana hooked up. Um, there was no pain decks, no, not really. No pain decks, like, no, because it was good. Yeah, there was they are together, and yeah. in my mind, they stay together forever and fuck everything else that happens. Um, absolutely, sh- until next episode, brain blank, <laughs> but yes. No, no, no need no for need a pain deck. Screw it. Screw it this time. And the Kevin McScale was also yep, really storyline and uh, a yeah. hookup. You can tell I pay attention. Kevin to got some. Good, good for you, Kevin. Um, yeah. So he got some. I all in all like a plus episode. Um. So yeah. So thank uh-huh. you to Star for joining us. Um. spoiler alert we're gonna have her back for at least one mini episode one to talk about some like sapphic themes in glee and maybe other literature and books and media um this will be a five-hour conversation and then um i want to talk about taylor swift oh my god yes we we may (laughs) so you you Definitely want to come listen to our extended conversations. Yes, so we with may Star. have two Absolutely. mini episodes. It may be just be like one giant ass mini episode. Who knows? Um, so to catch those, you can okay. subscribe to our Patreon um, or to um, Anchor our subscription on um, what is it called? Anchor or oh my god, Anchor or um, Spotify. Wow. 
Uh, damn. <laughs> I was I know, willing like, the word to I'm you. I was like, oh, I don't, don't want to break on, in. But... On uh, Anchor. Um, we were we good. good. Um, yeah, so you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Glee on the Rocks. And then you can find us all over the internet at Glee on the Rocks as well. And then you can find Star at, oh man, I was going to have this up for your whole URL. And then I <laughs> closed the tab to be like, phone, don't turn on while we're talking. That's rude. You can find me on Instagram. <laughs> Just on Instagram. That's where, I, that's where I live mostly. Let me pull it up so that. You are also on TikTok sometimes too. I am. I'm actually getting a little bit more, um, what's the word Active. I'm looking for? Thank you. <laughs> I love you. I'm a little bit more active on there. I need to actually, it's really, really cloudy here today, so I can't even film anything, but I have like about 15 TikToks drafted, but I've got blue hair and I don't have blue hair anymore. So I feel like it's okay. Like, no one will notice. It's fine. I will still post. But yes, you can find her on uh, on Bookstagram at Little Miss Star 55 um yeah so thank you for listening and um we'll see you next time and that's what you missed on uh, glee glee you've been listening to glee on the rocks a podcast by otr productions a huge thank you to our sound editor adriana and our podcasts who secretly run the show for more episodes download us on apple podcasts spotify google or wherever you get your podcasts follow us on instagram twitter Podchaser, and more at glee on the rocks if you'd like to support the podcast, you can subscribe to our Patreon account at patreon.com slash gleeontherocks. Subscribers get ad-free episodes, exclusive mini-episodes, deep diving into the fandom, salty opinions, and so much more. So until next time, that's what you miss on Glee.